Hey, welcome back to the Beauty and the Freak podcast, the only podcast supported by Somalian pirates. I am thug, assassin, and fugitive slave, Eek the Freak, and this is my co-host, the beautiful, the talented Katie B. Hello, and Lola. We got Lola. She's not Welcome happy. back. Yeah, Lola did no. Lola didn't like the sound check. You got to do a clap and a long oh, pause she there. Doesn't like it. I'm sorry, baby. Come here. So uh, week one, we talked about some kind of wild shit. Week two, we gave y'all the best at dating advice you've ever gotten from two long-term single people. Uh, mm. <laughs> and this uh, this week, we thought, um, you know, maybe a lot of Kate's people don't know who I am. Maybe a lot of my people don't know who Kate is, and maybe you know it would be cool. If uh, we talked about ourselves for just a little while, our, um, my favorite Which person. Which we love to do. Yeah, my, uh, my favorite person is in this room, and then you and Bazo are here too, and that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, and then it's uh, shout out. Shout out executive producer. Manny Boz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quick one, quick one, quick one. He's off. Yeah. Uh, he's he's here off this th- week. Yeah. He's here this week. Yeah, he's he's been had COVID since about November. So now you should shout Brooke out. Oh, yeah. Shout out, Brooke Sims, executive uh, assistant, executive producer. Shout out, Brent Jones, production assistant. There we go. There we go. Okay, yeah. So we thought. Lola for emotional support. Yeah, even though she made me feel worse than I felt in a long time when she jumped away from me like that. I know. Like I've betrayed her when she took my vape. She just totally, like, looked at me and did her eyes and looked back, like. Shot them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's been she's been shy. So she's going to hang out with Bazo now. Bazo, so you got to hold, <clears throat> hold her. So in all reality, um, this podcast kind of came to fruition, and uh, me and Kate meeting at what was the place? The food collab. The food, and it was over a glass of wine. Over, uh, I actually didn't drink wine that night. I don't I think. I feel like you did. I think I drank liquor because I was going to do the. Um. Oh, it was. Tequila and pineapple. Tequila and... I had one single glass of wine. New Year's. It was. New New Year's. Year's. It was a Stanley Oney Boys event. Shout Mm -hmm. out SOBs. Yeah, and I knew I was doing Molly later, and I only do Molly on tequila. I just Mm. knew I was driving to a friend's house, and it was New Year's. (laughs) So why not get some wine in your system? No, that's what I'm saying. I had one small little glass. Is that true about the tequila thing? No. Oh, okay. What? No, I had one of the worst times of my entire life because I had not eaten all day. And I thought, yeah, I'll get three quick shots of tequila and do some Molly. And I'm fucking, we'll be fine. This will be a great New Year's. But instead, my tongue. We planned a podcast. We we did. It and was I, great for us. I was sober when we planned the podcast. You, I was too. I said I just had one glass of wine. I think I was like three sips in. And so what, it was a done deal. We shook hands. What was it? Yeah, we, we had both been on the Stanley Oney Boys podcast. Mm-hmm. And I remember the, when Kate was coming on, I had been there like all night recording music, and I usually will fuck with them when they come in on Saturdays. And they came in, and they were like, uh, I think Kevin said, our guest today is a fucking dime. And I was like, hell yeah, who is it? Hell yeah. And he said, Katie Brogdon. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I had said like, I'd be in that girl's DMs from time to time, just mm-hmm. just seeing if she knows, like might have a, a lapse of judgment. And and decides to to hit me back now up. Now that you know me a little bit more, you you know now how I handle my DMs. So the fact that you no, I'm not going to tell you that. Never mind. Well, I'm not going to give you a big head. That's really a, you just said something that wasn't generic, so I replied. Okay, fair enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. You weren't the typical. <laughs> keep, keep going on about how sweet I was. He'd probably say, what's your cash out? <laughs> <laughs> that I would reply to. I'd be like, it is. 
yeah um it was cool man it was cool we hit it off really quickly and it was i think like a similar energy of people that uh like i will believe impossible things for myself and i sense that from mm-hmm. you too mm-hmm. and i feel like they maybe do fucking anything you gotta like have a um like a proclivity toward the impossible uh, oh absolutely and like how many uh what's the saying if you don't take the chance you'll lose the risk no 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 if you don't take the risk, you'll lose the chance. I like that one better. <laughs> if you don't take the risk, because you got you do have to. The other saying, it's yeah. risk it to get the biscuit. Oh, Lord. if it doesn't scare me, I don't do it. Oh, I thought that was going to be another euphemism. <laughs> Is it? Is that a know. saying? Do people say that? People do now say it. I'm jump, yeah. jumping along. Like the say- cat. I mean, I think the saying is like, if it doesn't scare you, don't do it. Okay, I feel like yeah. I, you okay? We were talking about last week. We were going to do a whole episode on. Uh, so you want to start a podcast? I think probably people watch us at home and think that we're like uh, cool, calm, and collected, and just chilling back here. And we're, I feel <laughs> pretty collected, but in reality, I don't think it's like that for anybody in any job in any place. Like, no, mate, if you're the CEO of a company and you're going to give a briefing, I think that you think those guys get nervous. Yeah, it, like a little they're, bit. They're responsible to the shareholders. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's like. And I don't feel like responsible to our audience for anything. Like, I want to be mildly entertaining, but... Uh, I do. You feel responsible? Yeah, to give them something good. Yeah, in that way I do. Because I also don't like to be bad at something that I'm doing. Well, we kind of hit on that uh, <laughs> earlier about you cussing and, like, doing stuff, but also being, like, a upstanding citizen mm-hmm. of, like... I mean, you do own, like, a Tasker's Beauty mm-hmm. Salon. I, I'm not going to... Okay, we're going to cut that. Tasker's Barber and Salon, 101 East Walnut Avenue. It's Sweet. not 101. It's 100 East Walnut Avenue, Suite 114, right by the dog shit wing stop. <laughs> <laughs> but there is, I think, a responsibility. Yes, there is. There's that fine line that you have to, and it it takes a long time to learn, I feel like. And then it takes a long time to learn how to break it. And we, I feel like that's where I'm at right now. I think it's going to be would be infinitely harder for you to break than me to break in that there's so few women in like not a corporate corporate but like there's so few women business owners in comparison Mm -hmm. to men so it's like so much easier i'm not saying like it's easier for you to garner respect but there are are more probably young women it's it's harder not from look at young women looking like what do they have to look up to especially in dalton or something like that you know what i'm saying I think feel like you have a lot of eyes on you, even if you don't know that you do. Just the mm-hmm. fact, just by nature of the, you know, the path that you have taken and the success that you have found. Oh, yeah, I've definitely learned that, like, over the years that, and I don't mean this, like, vain at all or anything, because I've had to learn it. Like, there are people who know who I am that I don't know who they are, and so you do have to constantly realize, like, you are in the eye of the public everywhere. Because there's Everywhere. a lot of people that are looking, I think, to to see like a chink in your armor to make them feel better about maybe something they're not doing. Oh, absolutely. Once you start to get... And people, like, people will, people that aren't for you will hate on you, too. And they will see... They people will that are for any, you will, too. Well, yeah. Defined but, for you, but... Right. But, like, they will take any little thing that they can and grasp it and to you know, come at you. But it's, you know, I think it's the older I get. Being a business owner isn't just like the definition of being a business owner. Like there are so many things that go along with it that weigh on you. I mean, I ask myself 
a lot. Is like, it worth it? I know it's worth it. It's, so it's not that. I know it's worth it. And that's what keeps me going. I ask myself if I'm crazy. What do you <laughs> like, think is the thrill, the biggest thrill that you get out of like entrepreneurship and knowing that like if this all fucks up and goes to hell, it's only you that really takes the biggest L of it. Because that is what entrepreneurship is. If right. it fucks up, it's you. Um, Like, like. If that happened, how would I feel? No, 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 no. Like looking at that, looking at the fact that, you know, like if it, if it, if you start something by yourself and it fails, you have nobody to blame. Mm -hmm. Like what? There has to be a thrill in that a little bit. There has to be some type of like adve there, oh, adventurousness in you. Um, but that's what scares most people. Like there's a ton of people watching right. here who have businesses in their head that are, they would not start. What is it about? Mm -hmm. Do you think about you that has made you look at? something like that the possibility of to look back at it and be like i did that the chance of saying mm -hmm. i did that mm -hmm. yeah and it, it is the chance but it doesn't I mean, i've i've done things that have failed There's, yes i've i've done multiple things and that have failed and it's part of it like no billionaire or very successful entrepreneur out there can sit there and be super successful and be like, oh, I've never failed. Absolutely. Trump's filed like, bankruptcy three times. Yeah. I mean, like, you're going to fail and you're going to fail and you're going to fail. But what matters is what you take from that, from, from that, and you learn from it. And if you keep going afterwards, that I think keeping going afterwards is more important than learning. So many times have I fucked up and not learned my lesson and made right. the same fuck up again. Oh, I, yeah. I've but done still that too. got up. It's taken me a couple of times to learn it. But then you get up on the back mm -hmm. end and it's like, even though I fucked the same thing up six times, I will figure mm -hmm. this out. Like I will get this together. Yes. I feel like and that I is. And I realize also sometimes like I needed that, that failure or like I needed that like punch in the gut. Because you're the shit till then. To, you, right, right. Bef right before the right. biggest you punches I've ever gotten. Humbled. I'm at the top of the hill. Oh, yeah. Right before the biggest. And that's when like you can also, it will get away from you. And you can, you know, get carried away with it. And so like I don't ever, I mean I might like take my time to go through my emotions. Like if something, you know, doesn't work out or like I take work a Work related. Hit. Right. Like work Business related. related. Yeah. Um, and like, it doesn't work out and I'm well, it like, fucking hurts yeah. so bad. Well, it does. But like, so like, I'm only human. I'm going to take my time to like, you know, like be sad about whatever it may be. And like go through my emotions. But every single time, what keeps me going is when I finally hit that point that it's like, this doesn't define me and I've done it once I can do it again. Or, you know, like, and it's just that like. I'm not done yet. Like, I'm, is there any part of you that looks at people that we know and nothing against anybody that works in flooring? Is there anything that looks at you at, a, at friends, you know, that do flooring for 50 or 60 hours a week. And you think of that. And it's like, th this is my pro thought process on it is like no failure or public humiliation or falling short of the mark could be worse than the time that I spent making fucking flooring 60 hours a week, like waking up knowing I was going to make somebody else a fucking ton of money. I had good money because they pay good money. Well, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't word it like that. I wouldn't word it like, you don't feel like the danger. I wouldn't word it like necessary to like the flooring industry. You say it was that the boredom. It was okay, the boredom. So that's what I'm saying. You say that because of where we are and it's, the carpet capital of the world and most people here are in the floor. But if you were in Cleveland, you're Ohio, saying, it would be still. I'm it saying would be. you're saying that typical nine to five 
going to work, doing the same thing every day, working for somebody else. On October 14th of next year. Right. You know, you know what you're doing. Um, so (laughs) no. And again, no offense to anybody that does that. And that makes them happy because it makes them happy. And And that's what they want to do. But do they? It's a different. I feel like very few people ever feel fulfilled in that life. Because you have a different personality. That's why. It's probably hard like, for me to envision that. Th- right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like over the years, like I've dated people, I've had friends or I've had employees or, you know, whatever that I have just learned to realize, like, we are different mentally and that's nothing against them or putting them down or because anything I'm like sure that. there's things they're better they, at than you. Right. That's what I was going to say. There are going to be, there are going to be things in their life that they are very successful at and accomplished that I could never do. So I don't look at it. I don't look at it that way. I have just realized that that is not for me. Some people that don't is got not that for get me. Back and up I in realized them. that at 18 years old when I worked two months at, Pack sun swimwear and i had a boss and i was like why are you here at 703 kate yeah uh-uh, <laughs> uh-uh. like i i just realized very quickly at a very young age i i i do not like that do you feel like you dislike authority in general do you yes. feel like authority from anywhere I yes feel, i feel like my and defining trait is a Anywhere authority is at mm-hmm. all. I don't even yes. care if they're a yes. good authority. I don't even like my own authority. I, exactly. My own authority bugs the shit out of me. I will say an opinion and then pick it apart for people just mm-hmm. because, like, I don't want to be the authority. Well, what really gets me, and this is my authority, and this is, you've told me, I try to fit a thousand things into one day. It's time frames. Like, I hate and this is probably like my ADD or me just being impulsive and liking to go with the flow. But my life is literally scheduled to the minute. You sent me your calendar the other day. And I'm not going to lie. And you didn't lie. reply. <laughs> like you I just, looked at it and I thought, there's nothing that I can do to this calendar to like. And that's not even everything either. That's not my social life. Like trying to fit in there. Because I've also learned in the last couple of years that like mentally you have to have that little bit of something you enjoy. Right. Or like I would lose my mind. Okay. Question. When you, what were you going to say though? Like I have no idea. And it's not as important as what I want to like, ask you. I did not finish my thought on that. It's Do you have to keep going? Like, did you finish? No, I'll come back to it. Whatever oh no, I feel it. rude now. Okay. We're going to cut this out and then kiss. And then we're going to be right back smiling. Um, and you start first started getting into hair. Did you feel very passionate, uh, like fulfilled and enjoyment from the work that you did? Yes. Okay. This I feel like happens to a lot of uh, business people and artists. And it's once you take something that you love to do and you're passionate about, and it starts to be the way that you have to get your insurance paid. That's the way you have to get your car paid. It, mm-hmm. like, you st- it starts to sit over you as something that not only is expected of you now mm-hmm. because you are good at it and you've developed a skill, but also it is like the mainstay of what is keeping the boat up. Oh, yeah. How do you feel like you fight through that feeling of like just drudging through? Because I think if you do anything you love too much, it can start to feel like a chore, and that keeps a lot of people away from trying stuff too that they enjoy. I know artists, music artists that say they don't want to be serious and put music out because they don't want it to be a chore. They're really just scared of the judgment and they will never. Oh, do absolutely. It. That's an excuse. But I do get, I do get 
no, I, dragged I down. No, I totally get it. And I, I feel like like if you're one of my clients, you've, like, you've totally heard me say this. Like, I absolutely love what I do. Um, like, I really, really love what I do. And I take pride in it. And, like, my friends know if I do, like, a really good color that day... And like, say we go to dinner or something. I'm like, look at Electric. this. Like, I'm like, like I'm patting myself on the back because I do take pride in it and I do enjoy it. But there are, and two, like I've been doing this for 13 years. I was gonna say it. What? I was gonna say it. I've been memorizing your trivia facts, the, like your, years your autobiographical <laughs> facts. Um, yeah, like 12, 13 years. And I'm like, that's the longest commitment I've ever made to something. <laughs> like, that's, like a, that's a long time. That years, makes me sound really old. It's 12 years longer than my old. longest, my second longest commitment. <laughs> <laughs> but, right. Um, but anyways, but there's still like those days where I'm like, I, it is work. Like it is work. And I've tied other things into it that definitely make it feel like work. Um, <laughs> well, you have to do it. That's why it but, feels like and work. And I do have to do it, and that's where the stress of it comes from. Even though you love if it. I, yes, I do love it, and loving it, and doing it, and the pride that I get from doing it like is total enjoyment. Mm-hmm. The stress that comes from it that makes it work in a job is the fact that it's what pays my bills. Exactly, exactly. And if someone's not in, whether, like, I mean, yes, like, I own the salon, you know, whatever. Barber and salon. It's actually yes. Tasker's Barber and Salon, yes, by the, the way. the barber shop and the salon. 100 East Walnut um, Avenue. But, but, like, that's not what pays my bills. Like, still what I do behind the chair is what pays my bills. And so, I mean, all hairdressers, like, if, if we're not physically working on somebody, we're not making money. And, and porn stars hate their job. Even though their job is to fuck 18-year-olds all day, there are porn stars that say they hate their jobs beca- they have to because they have it. to do it because it pays their bills. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's there's something about people who can even muscle through that because the most disheartening thing I may have ever felt is feeling the pressure to write music when I did not feel inspired to write music right. because people expect me to write music right. and continue to put it out when the music I'd put out was inspired and I wanted to do it. Well, and I have learned in my 13 years of doing hair, um, I have to reset myself. And so what any, do you mean by that? Well, any like new people to this industry, like take this advice. I have to, a couple of times a year go on a trip and go to like a class and you just went like two months ago yes and um yeah went up to new jersey um got to see new york for the first time went to new jersey and um went to a class up there and so like you're surrounded with other like-minded people you get to meet new people you learn something and I literally come back from every single time I go I come back and I'm ready to like work and do hair and because like I'm like oh I want to I want to use what I learned and it resets me how much of that is being around me how much of that is just being in a group of motherfuckers though who are down to grind it out and go get oh yeah it's inspiring because not everybody like that's something I loved about you is that you've been like just from as a casual, casual like onlooker. I've mm-hmm. seen you 
like do well in multiple assets, like just mm-hmm. as a Facebook, for instance, 10th grade or whatever, like you're physically attractive, not easy to do, not, not easy to do. It's not, it's like you can be cute, but it's hard to keep yourself yeah. fucking together. You have done this. When I started going to the barbershop over there, I thought this is so cool. Like it's proprietor. Mm-hmm. They're offering me a beer on the way. And mm-hmm. like this bitch really got it going on. Mm-hmm. And then we come into this fucking castle that you're in now. <laughs> If you guys have not been into Tasker's... We're in it right now. <laughs> this is not even a promo. It is like a labyrinth in here. I expected the Minotaur to be in the back. for It was like, <laughs> what are all these rooms? Just wait till it's done. And the barbershop is not even done That's back what I'm here saying. Yet. I have two other extra rooms that aren't done, too. Yeah, so... That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not even done. What... This is a, a question I really want to know. What do you think in you that is like a little different than maybe the people who don't do it. What would you tell them to lean towards to just like take the leap to try something? Well, like I said, is in the, not the end. Cause I don't, I don't ever want to say there's an end to it, but just looking back and being proud of myself for doing it and but doing what? Like being successful and knowing, knowing that I worked my ass off. Financially successful. Is that the, um, I mean, no, not necessarily. Like I say, I say all the time, like when I die, if I've made an impact on, you know, somebody that, you know, helped them through their life, I'm happy. You actually like, probably have no idea the amount of people that, because there's so few women and I'm not, I hate strong, independent women. Okay. Let's just keep that on the record. There's not a lot of women in business. There's not a lot of women. I mean, there are sure a lot of women in business. There's a lot more now. When you compare women to men in business, no, it's not close. It's not even mm-hmm. close to close. We're rising. We're getting there. I think, it, I think there are probably more people than you know that look up to you for just having the balls to say, you know, if this. I mean, and, and when I say like I did it on a, like I said, I didn't go to business school. I went to hair school. That was it. Like, I mean, yeah, like I went to college, but it was hair school. And I knew, I knew in high school, like I've, I've faked it. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to go, whatever. There was, there was a. I'm going to be a pediatrician. No, it wasn't that. There was the time frame that I literally was going to go to dental school and I was going to be a dentist. Like. Do you feel like that was more to make your parents proud of just having a prestigious career or you were passionate about No, it cleaning? was a family business. Okay. It was a family business and I would have... Um, oh, in hindsight, like, yeah, you I fumbled have car- the bag. I, I know. You fucked up. I know. I would have carried a practice on. Um, I know. <laughs> Many of people have told me that. And, and here we are talking to 874 <laughs> jerk-offs. <laughs> but you know what? That wouldn't have made me happy. Yeah, and you got to be able that to recognize and, that. And, and I did. Like, I realized, and I'm not saying that at the end of the day, I'm not going to be more successful, you know, doing what I do than I would as a dentist. Um, dentists also have the highest, like, suicide, suicide rate. Suicide rate. When you say success, so there's so, a I lot mean, of things. Something is not good there. But anyways, You're I realized tartar before. Off people's teeth. Yeah, I realized before <clears throat> I, like really like bit the bullet and went to school i was like this is not what i want to do how, like, this, how old were you when you started asher fang was the first one when i started doing hair when, well when you started doing hair first hair job <laughs> i was eight like 19 you didn't start this at 19 yes i did i didn't start my like 
But only, you started working for someone else at start, 19. Yes. Okay. I went to hair school. Um, out of high school? Yeah, straight out of high school. Started. I graduated high school in 2010. Uh, um, PCB 2K10. <laughs> the album. Tribute. Um, and then I went to hair about. school in November of 2010. Um, and, I mean, hair school lasts you a little over a year. Um, so you get your first job in 11? At 11. In, in 1811. <laughs> 159 years before Prohibition. Yeah. That, so in 2011, um, you get your first out, hair job? Straight out of, yeah, straight out of hair school. So now how long till you make the leap into saying, so, no, fuck it, I'm going to start my own shit? Um, I was. How long were you working for someone else? Uh, um, I've owned my own salon. Fane is six, so six years. So if I've been doing it, not counting hair school, I guess I've been doing hair like 12 years. So, I mean, six years. What made you, what, because this, I really am thinking about how many people have come to me with like, oh, I think I could start a business doing this, but I'm just scared. Like I have a lot riding on this. I don't want like people to like, you know, they're scared of the judgment. That's what I was going to say earlier is I, when I decided to own my own business and like as an independent hairstylist, like essentially you are your own business. That is your own business. You pay booth rent? Yes. Okay. Um, or you work in a commission salon. Um, but either way, like you're still like, that's your clientele. Right. But at the point that you decide to own a salon and stuff, um, I, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, How long did all, you work like, for I someone else? I have literally built six years. No, not how long have you worked for yourself. How six long did years. you work for someone else before you said? Six years. Oh, so it was six and six. Yeah. Cause I've okay. Been, like I said, not counting hair school, I've been doing it 12 years. Okay. I understand. So, yeah, I wasn't like tracking 13. back your math. No, no. I knew this bitch was lying about 13 years. The whole I mean, I'm not saying the math. How many years, I'm Kate? not saying the math is perfect because I've not kept up with it like I'm, I don't give a fuck about the math. I'm just trying to think. I literally remember giving birth and signing um, lease agreements. Do you remember so, a last straw? So, yes, I do, actually. Um, but, so, Fane is six and I was signing lease agreements when I was literally giving birth to him. So okay. when I decided when you say to open literally my own song, at the doctor's office. When you say literally at the hospital. When you mean literally I am not lying when I say I gave birth and then I had my business partner at With the time. NDA. I had the bus- I had my business partner at the time come to the hospital after me giving birth for me to sign papers. I want my friends to look at me as if I'm that capable. Like don't even con- if, if we got an agreement and we're going to do this, I don't give a fuck what you're doing, bitch. She, coming, did, did she ask you, is this going to be cool? I hope not. I hope she just showed up and said, you agreed. Did she? Are we allowed to talk about it? I don't know who it is. I have no idea. So it, No, it's fine. I don't know if it's like, I was going to ask you about that final straw situation. but I, I know, know when you said, yeah. I know it's like, a, you know, a, a small Dalton. It's a small. Uh, it's fine. There's I mean, like 51 hairdressers here. Uh, there is so many more than that. Uh-uh. What? Every bitch that does fucking a, a, a box dye at her house is not a hairdresser. No, and I didn't say that either. I did. Um, I saw a girl melt her hair one night. Smoke started coming off of it. She had box dye in her hair, bleached it. I heard the sizzling so long before, but she was trying to get me into anime, I think. So I was like pretending to pay attention. But then I saw the you smoke. You should have definitely said something before. She that. touched it. 
And this girl was so chill all the time, panicked, sprinted to the bathroom, put her head under the thing. Her hair was like. Came out. Like, it was like. Like ramen noodles. But so like you'd boil them for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was really. Overdone It was kind of scary. Yeah, it's very scary. I mean, not every, for me, every but. Every hairdresser in her life has done that to someone else. Have you done it? You uh, back in my early days, yeah. Not to that extent. But no like. Melt. But, like, I've definitely had times where I'm like, oh, shit. You know you fucked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. There was times doing asphalt where there was one time I a hose that sprays, like, like Like I said, like, tar. every hairdresser has a story of when they fucked up. Like, you're going to. My hose fell to. off the truck and sprayed a guy's, like, $60,000 garage. He had, like, custom-made stepping stones go into his garage, and they were just covered in a substance that is so hard to get off. It was one of those days where Ruined I guess you them. just ruined somebody's hair. <laughs> he was out Did of town. Did you make on, it right though? He was out of town on vacation. He had already left me the entire thing. He left me fifty percent deposit up front. He told me, "Hey, because we had talked like four times while I was estimating the job and everything." He said, "I really don't think you're gonna get me." He said, "I left the rest of it in the mailbox, finish the job, and leave." So I left the money and called him that night and said, "Hey, I you made it right. Fucked your garage up? No, I didn't." He said, you know what, man? He said, you could have easily taken that money mm-hmm. and left. He said, don't pay me nothing. He said, it's cool. I'll, I'll get somebody else to come fix it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he was rich, That's what I'm rich. saying. You did. You made it right. Like, you did I tried go, to make it right. Right. No, but I'm saying but he was like you, 80. you did him right it, is what I mean. And because like, he wasn't like, worried about money. Whether you fix your problem or not, it's the way that you handle being it. Being a stand-up. Another advice to, like, new people in the industry. Like... Any industry, probably. Yeah, any industry. Like, own up to your mistakes. You're going to fuck up. You are, you are most definitely going to fuck up. Everybody above you has fucked up more mm-hmm. than you. The only reason they're above you is because they have tried probably ten times more yep. than you. But you also failed, failed five times more than you. Mm-hmm. I don't always learn from mine. Sometimes it takes me 23 times of doing the same mistake. But eventually, mm-hmm. you either get callous to a mistake, which... You know, a hard head make a soft ass, I heard. Um, or, yeah, you will learn from it. You can only fuck something up so many times. But I think so many people just quit. And anything they do, they start, you know, maybe in they're 19 years old and they collect a bunch of Magic the Gathering cards and sell them and lose $400. And now they're like, okay, tufting forever. Yeah, yeah no. that's what it is. I think people just don't really kind of believe in themselves as well, much as they say they do. It's crushing to take an L, bro. And I've... Oh, it's like, especially someone that like takes so much pride in. Well, that's who would start a business to start. Right. That's what I'm saying. But like you take so much pride in like your product and stuff. Like when you're going to take it bad. Right. Yeah. You take. And that's what I like mean by like, I, you've got to give me my moment to like sulk and like be like poor pitiful me. But it's how you handle it afterwards. And me every single time. I'm like, all right, bitch, like you got to get up and you got to do this and you got to hustle and you got to grind and, you know, and whatever. And I have that talk with myself and I do it. You feel like you have to put the blinders onto yourself as to where when you wake up and yourself says, you know, I don't have anything to do till 11. No, I have a thousand and one. But let's say you do, do, you know, you don't have nothing to do till 11. I constantly beat myself up over that. But you're up still and you're thinking, what can I do? I feel like that's another thing that. That maybe is keeps people from being what it's a, it's what a they want to be. Thing and like I said, there's nothing wrong. Like if you aren't that personality, but like if you if you have any doubts, 
you know, on something that you want to do, but you do think like you have what it takes to just figure it out. You got that dog in you. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. That's what I'm saying. Like I, roof, I'm scared of everything that I do, but I do it. Do you feel like you can tell that trait in other people pretty quick? Because there are a lot of pretenders at every there level. There is a lot of pretenders. There are people far more successful than both of us mm-hmm. who are totally pretending. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. I want to know their backstory is the thing. It's like Rich what, parents. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like when you break it down, like what what has gotten you there? I mean, there's a lot of things that can get you there. You can have a good memory. Yeah. And like and I go said, so like, far I have, and stuff. like me in my business, I come, I don't have a business degree. I winged it. When I say I made a decision and, you know, decided like, I'm going to do this. And I just feel like impulsively, like, impulsively was like, I'm doing it. And didn't have a clue what I was doing and learned it on the way. That that's what I've done. Like that's what I've done. And so like I, feel I always like a wonder lot what that people, is. What's yeah, that trait? What's I, that trait? It I don't it's know. It's that dog in you. It's just it but it is. It's a personality trait. I wonder if it's my fear of working this nine to fucking five job every day. Well, and I agree with you. Like that right but there that all absolutely of it. makes me like like want to rip my hair out. Like I I can't i feel like that's a wall of I, spikes behind me like, and like i would be the most miserable person and again if you do that and you know and that's what works for you then that's what works for you and that, i worked with some happy is, people at mohawk and that's what i'm saying and that is great like i'm not i'm i'm here to explain your brain right what right like but, I'm not, I'm not hating on that at all. But like, a lot of people in Dalton know this is not offense. This is I, I love you guys. I love the people around mm-hmm. here. They think because their parents made carpet, their parents' parents made carpet, and they have a two story house. They have you know two golden doodles, AKC mm-hmm. certified. That you know. <laughs> I I think it's I think it's they small, use sticks I think it's when they hike. Small town. It's like a safety net for them. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. It I is. think it's a small town of. Like the small town culture and where like you need to get out like and be cultured. Also, like where we live in this small town, like it, oh yeah, there's bad. people that are not open minded to different things. It's it's gotta be this way or it's wrong and That's what my granddaddy said. Right. Gay, hell. And I'm just Taxes. like taxes yeah Fuck and i'm just like them. you like there's so much more out there dogma so dogmatic out there but you know when you grow up and i was so lucky my dad let me choose to go to church and not go to church he said if you want to get on the church bus and go if he let me go to i went to bible study for four years my senior year um just not having like uh anything shoved down my throat ideologically my mm-hmm. dad always encouraged me to question everything he was like mm-hmm. you, you know no matter how much you believe something question it and that was a um, uh, I had a better point. I had a, I had a point. I was no like that. Really, like sat with you in your entire life. One hundred percent. Like, do you constantly, oh. you constantly tell yourself that? Well, as like, to where, even if I feel like if I was stuck here, I, have I wouldn't those. have been stuck in that loop, right? Because I was I have always those taught things. To, my mom always told me to pick my battles, like for as long as I can remember with anything, my friends, my relationships, um, now like business stuff, everything. Is it worth it's, it? It's what. 
again, I know it's pick worth your, it. Oh, I'm saying pick your it's battles. Pick, it's pick your battles. And like my mom always would at, like say that to me if like I you, you know, say like a tagline career yeah. tagline yeah like I would call her like be venting no not like I'm saying not necessarily career. I said now career but like in the past like relationships friendships you know whatever but the advice she would t- typically right. lean towards it like she would listen to me and she'd be like Katie pick your battles I think that to pick myself your battles a lot. is it is this even and though it this is, person and might it is, deserve is it. this worth it? They might and deserve it on the situation, and I'm justified. Maybe I get away with it. Right. Maybe I do get vengeance. But, it, but it, it's still it's pick your battles. Yeah, and I and I do that still in business. Like, I mean, it never gets business easier. Business is not pretty. It never gets owning, easier. Owning, no, no, it it gets harder. As more money, as, more problems. As soon as bring close, on the fucking problems, <laughs> like. It it that is that so is yeah. it is so. Imagine true. having the IRS after you. Oh my god! And it's so I have not filed my taxes. Fuck it, I ain't filed mine in two. <laughs> not years, for baby. this year. Uh, well, I do every year, and I file an extension every year. Beauty and the Freak but, LLC has filed their taxes for the past seven <laughs> years. But I'm saying like like I've filed an extension, and like shit happens. Like life gets in the way sometimes. What business? Um, no, and you didn't. But but you the didn't fact go to about that, school I either. didn't go to ba- business. But neither school. do do any business owners. Neither. Some of them do. Some do. Yeah, yes. I mean they. Yeah, they I, do. I know. Okay, if I counted all of the local business well, owners around here who are successful, about, let me say this though. My point to more money, more problems. What doesn't scare me about that is when he says, "Bring on the fucking problems." Like I feel that. Like bring on the like, problems. Like I'm, I'm the problem. Half the time, yeah. But <laughs> but um but I'm saying like Eat you do you have you have to get in that grind where you're just like like in my head I have this this goal. You have a finishing point in no, your head. No, I don't even want to say finishing. Like I don't I I'll be finished when I die. Like, but you're striving upward. There has to be yes, like a, a point is, that you see yourself at. Yeah, I mean, and there is. Like, you said and it's not furniture, my, and it's not my tipping point. Elaborate, el- elaborate, inc- jewel encrusted furniture. Is that not what you said? You, you would. Uh, it was like at the top when you'll know you've made it. I feel like we had a furniture conversation one time when you were talking I don't about remember very this. elaborate furniture. Did I say this? Um, I mean, my, that might have been the way you took it. Um, well, also, I'm like, I might have said something like that. But you also know. was drinking out of that uh, coffee cup that holds three quarters of a bottle of wine. So, yeah. and, and honestly, diamond encrusted furniture feels like you fucking made it to me. I feel like you could probably take a weekend what off. What the hell was I talking about? I could be making this up. I'm no, not 100 I mean, sure. Honestly, I, sounds like, hard, I right? believe you. <laughs> like I believe you. I just don't. That sounds remember. like something I would fucking I'm, say. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. That's why I feel like it's kind of good not having like an end goal because yeah, you, like, other stuff can come and you right. if you're thinking about the end goal you're, you're gonna be blindsided yeah you're, like, okay, you're gonna you're gonna have that tunnel vision yeah. and like anything because which if is you, good you have to have it you, you have to have that goal but you have to understand that there Other are gonna come. be yes there are gonna be things that come that are gonna be speed bumps and uh, the speed bumps not necessarily always speed bumps um, not the ones in your neighborhood you're never getting over yeah. <laughs> it's simply the end speed bumps and also like you never know like some other opportunity could be way better right. than the old one exactly right. i'm running everything into this happens right now. for a reason i feel like i'm in such a like a crossroads right now and that like i was doing music and it was going really well and people were really liking it mm-hmm. and now that we have started doing this not that i've took my foot off the gas gas with music but like I love doing this and I enjoy mm-hmm. this so much. Oh, I do too. That I don't know if I could derive that same level of enjoyment to like 
But I want to be, Bruce Lee said, be like okay. water. Take the form of the container you're in. Right. So I have always said, like, I mean, I just said, I absolutely love doing hair. I, I, I take it. I take it <laughs> as. Heroin, same. I take it as I'm an artist and it's my canvas. And, you know, it, it is. I'm it's my painter, artwork. Painter, painter, painter. But I have said for years, like, I want to wear many hats. Like, I don't want to just be a hairstylist. Like, I want to, like, I want to do all these things. And that does come into me owning the barbershop and the salon. And, like... Well, eventually you're a teacher. No matter what your job is, if oh, you... Oh, yeah. If and you, you want if to make you, any... Like, I had people tell me years ago, like, you should teach. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm... No, 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 I don't want to do that. Like, I don't know how I would that stand up and teach. That is what the artists teach. do. That's what I'm... I do that now. Like, I love... Like, I love taking in, like, new stylists and stuff. and That like, moment I, when they get it? When yes. they understand, oh, and like, this is why too, this is... But, too, like, there, it, like, it feels so good to know that you have worked your ass off for years and you've educated yourself and you've put all this time into what you do as your craft and then you have people who look up to you and look at you and say, like... I want to be like you and I want to learn from that you. That feels crazy. It, I never believe it. I never believe it. Like, I feel it, like an imposter in any room. Right. When people ask me, I'm like, I'm like, advice, oh, but, advice. you know, and like, and I want to give them like a flaw immediately because I'm like, oh, God. But you do have to take that. Like, everybody has flaws, but it is. It's the, it's that like, dog I, and, in you. and then I have learned. I like educating. It's the same thing. It's my Years before thing. I opened my first salon, people said, why don't you just open your own? Your own? And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I just want to come to work and I want to go home. I don't want that responsibility. They said, oh, you I, no, I said, oh, no, I don't want that responsibility. And then as soon as I took the leap and opened my own salon, I was like, I love this. Did it work right away? No. Like, Hell you- no. I had a partner at first. No. Did you think it would be much Not- easier when you started? Or did you expect it to be a Hon- hard road to home? No, no, no. Honestly, my first salon with my partner um, was nowhere near the extent or the involvement of what I've done on my own. Like, and I mean that, like... You enjoy it more that way? No, like, no, yes. Yes, I enjoy it more, but, like, that first, it was it was a very cut and dry, like, first experience. Like, very cut and dry. Like, We've never been there. We had our overhead. We paid our bills. It is what it is. And, like, there wasn't any, like, Flavor. anything. Yes. There was nothing deeper than that. There was nothing deeper. When I walked and, into Tasker's Barber the first time and got handed a beer, I thought, this is so smart on like a level. Right. That was the culture though that you had built. I didn't yes. even know you really at the time like yes. this. That was and, the culture. And that right there is so important is the culture. And in my first um in my first salon, we didn't have a culture. That was not there. So that that's literally what I mean of the like. When people wake up to go to work and they have no like like 
like identity. If, mm-hmm. if people come to work and they're very proud, if they see, you know, 10 people on Facebook a day talking about Tasker Salon and how good it was, like right. you will have pride to be from there. But oh, yes. when you go and there's no culture, there's no sense of like, I'm going to do this. You're not going to walk out the door and remember it the next day to tell somebody about it. And it just don't make it worth it if you're working no. there. If you're working somewhere no, where you, you don't feel like your efforts are being like, uh, are elevating. or seen or anything or like helping, that. Or helping. Right. You know? Right. I got to pee a little bit. We could probably cut here for just a sec, maybe. Okay. I have no idea how long we've been recording. We could have been recording 50 minutes. could have been recording eight. <laughs> 50 minutes. Welcome back to the Beauty and the Freak podcast, the only podcast that openly endorses Osama bin Laden. Um, so right before we left, we were basically talking about your trek through the business world, and it gave me, as I was sitting down on the toilet to pee, um it's more sanitary you know what i'm saying it's it's a nobody has to touch the seat um hashtag i won't stand for it i was wondering i feel like a very consistent trait amongst young women no matter how pretty they are is they have this like um this fear of maybe taking a plunge into a male dominated space such as business or they have this fear of uh well, you know, you have a you have fucking Fane, who is a, a great a great dude. They have this fear that, mm-hmm. you know, they have a baby. So now the risk is so much higher for them to do anything. That only makes me work harder, though, honestly. If you had a group of young women who we could just hypothetically say these are like discouraged women who have good ideas, maybe they're hard workers, but they're just so beaten down by like culture coming down on them and saying you can't do this you can't do this what would you say to them not as a perfect person but as someone who has fought through those boundary or those like uh, roadblocks your whole way through this i've fought through a lot like to the young ladies now yeah like to i've gone through a lot but it is that that mindset of like you've You've got to just do it. Like, if it's really something that you want and, like, don't let it, like, if, don't let the fear of failing define you. And That like, will tell them what they want, though. The fear of failing, I think, is so strong that things oh, they want, so you're saying I mean, things they want. I still have the fear of failing. You're saying things they want, though, but maybe they want it, but the fear of failing is so great that it makes them look at it as if, like, it's not even worth the trouble. That's what I'm saying, like... I can only like speak from my mind. Like if it's something that I know I really, really want, like at the end of the day, if I don't just take the chance and go for it, then I'm never going to have it. So why not take the chance and try for it and have the chance of having it? Then knowing that like you're like, if you don't do it, you're never, you're never going to do it. One more question. You're never going to have it. So, so it is, it's that impulsive, just, you you just got to go. You just got to. Are you going to be ready before you go? Absolutely not. Like if you wait till you think you're ready, like you, you you won't ever be there. You will always have an excuse, and it is an excuse. It is like as raw or hard as you know. Some may take that. It's an excuse. So it's like, as easy to find a reason as an oh, excuse absolutely. Too. Like you said, fame is the reason that you feel like you got to grind harder. Oh, where yeah. I've personally I have spoken, something to pr- not just like to myself, but I have it to prove for him. Like, I've personally talked to so many women who say, oh, I have a child, so I can't start a business because if it doesn't work, then it just, which is true, which yeah. is true. And, you know, if you look at the stats, it's okay, not so going to work. Will, I will say this. I don't give myself 
like on certain like i understand that there is the option of something not working and it failing but there is also things that i have done like when i first opened taskers i did not give myself the option for it not like for it not to work I what, whatever I the give, workload was right I, it, it didn't you matter were gonna do it. i was gonna do it and i was gonna figure it out and that's what that's what that leap of like faith impulsiveness like whatever it may be that's what it was is i did not give myself the option for it to fail no matter how there, many times you tripped up there, or stumbled up or, right there that was nowhere to be found that's that dog in you yeah there that was nowhere to be found i knew that i was capable of and i would do whatever i had to do to to make it and make it be a thing to me what would make you give up still Give up on everything that I have. And just go take a job at some other salon. I don't think I could. You like, don't? Like, in, in all honesty. If something happened, if a lawsuit got dropped on you tomorrow, this place got ripped away, I've everybody quit. I've had a lawsuit dropped on me. Everybody quit. <laughs> like, I've had people quit. I've had all this. You don't think there's anything that could land on you that would make you just give it all up? I feel like... I feel like there would still be something that I was like still going to push for. I know that about you. I yeah. Think. Like I think because like I said, like I've, I have been through it. Like, like I said, business is not pretty being in, being in business for yourself. Like <laughs> people, people see like the glory side of it and like, Oh, yes. she's doing good. Yeah. And like this and like, blah, blah, blah. Or she's and, like, getting her whatever. nails done at nine on a Wednesday. Right. Like, and whatever. And you can go on this trip and you can do that. But what it takes to have that, like it is, or what comes with that actually. It, it looms Let me over say you that. that if it fails, it's you. It's yeah. you. That's, well, when I look in the mirror, anything I do that I know that fails, that I push well, everybody away. Well, and I have I said that. Like like, I, like you said, like lawsuit, people quitting, whatever. That has happened to me. But what I said when that happened was if this fails, it will be because of me, not because of somebody else. And even if that's... I'll be damned I'm if so, that happens. I believe some, in this so like, much because of somebody else i won't let that happen. even if it is because of them though if you tell yourself in your head this didn't work because of this person or i'm in this position because of this person now what you've done you have no power to fix it if you can find a way and th i do this all the time in situations that clearly aren't my fucking fault but i will think is there any point in this that i could have done better not different but literally better like a you know a more Oh, morally I'm absolutely going to think of that. And if you have that, if it's your fault that this didn't work, you weren't on your toes enough. You right. trusted too heavily. Now you can fix it. Right. Now you can go to the drawing board and you can really sit down and reassess. Yes. But as long as it's your dad's fault because he got drunk and beat you, as long as it's your mom's fault because she ran off with the guy or your uncle that touched you or I mean, that's those are terrible, awful, mm -hmm. awful things. But as long as it's their fault, you can't fix that because in your head. It's their fault you're this way. Right. I but but it's, it's where personal responsibility comes in. Yeah, and I mean, and like and like I said, like I get it. Like those are things that awful. Uh, the things I said, morbid. Yeah, awful. they are awful, awful things that a lot of people sadly have to deal with. But that's when you have to change that mindset and like think about you have to be selfish. 
it's okay to be selfish in a lot of ways and in a lot of ways it is totally okay to be selfish and that's something else that has been preached to me over the last few years is it's okay to be selfish when when it's appropriate and in a time like that it's appropriate to be selfish and 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 take your trauma and take you know those things that you feel like are holding you back and and tell yourself like I'm okay I'm not gonna let them hold me back because if this is really what I want and this is what's keeping me from it it, it's because it is making it harder all yes it is making it harder it's a mental thing it is it is so a mental thing if it takes you a week of laying in your bed and not talking to anybody to get yourself in that right mental capacity hey, you to, know. That's me. to yeah <laughs> to um change that thought and get it past you but that's the way that you have to deal with it to get to a new thought of i can do this and i can grind and i can go back out there and because I'm not you can let that do hold me back different. this Somebody. brings me to an important point here <laughs> beauty and the freak podcast has been brought to you by tasker salon the barber thoughts- salon god fucking damn it okay yeah so the I just wanted to note that the uh, thoughts, opinions, and feelings expressed by mostly me do not correlate or connect to the management or ownership of Tasker Salon at all. But we are you very said it th- wrong again. T- <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to take that out. That was a dinosaur noise, and I didn't even know I could make a noise like that. That was really. We're not connected to the management or ownership of Tasker Salon in our uh, moral moral proclivities. Um, but if you want your logo up here. And uh, we're open to, because we have no sponsors right now. We're just doing all this out of pocket. Let's just keep it a being with you guys, because I'm kind of a liability to attach a name to, except for the fact that a lot of people watch it. Um, if you would like to put your label down here um, or over here on our little title screen, um, we're also open to doing little, uh, you've probably watched podcasts before. People take a little 30-second ad read. Magic Spoon is a zero-calorie uh, cereal that is perfect for your family. It, so shout out Magic Spoon, any, Ridge Wallet, any uh, brands or products, boutiques. Yeah, boutiques. I will wear your clothes. Look I will at shout it. Shout you out. Just look at her. Like anything like that. Um, if there is, like any. If Johnny Dang wants to send me a grill right now, I will <laughs> rep that motherfucker like Marshawn Lynch, beast mode in the Super Bowl. If anybody wants to send me some Jordan 4s, you know, Michael Jordan, if you're watching this, and I, Michael Jordan does watch this. I saw that I on Sports Center yesterday. Too. Yeah, Michael Jordan, <laughs> if you're sending this, 4s are my favorite. 5s are a little clunky for me or some high top ones. Uh, but yeah, we're wearing six and a half. Really? Yeah. I noticed I almost had your entire heel over my teeth, and I was thinking, how is this even possible? Yeah, so. What? Welcome back to Beauty and the Freak podcast, brought to you by Clapping with No Hands. Um, <laughs> this week. I really thought um, we did a thing. We've been doing some funny stuff. We're funny individuals. Uh, and you guys know so fucking much about me because I have uh, no filter. And I <laughs> Yeah. You I, put it all out there. I posted on Facebook that I got genital herpes. So it's like there's not a lot <laughs> left for you guys to learn about me. And uh, I know a lot about Kate. There's a lot of like probably uh, intricate reasons to why we ended up doing this together. And I thought it would be beneficial for the whole thing and you guys to – be able to just hear uh, kind of her Genesis story. Kind of, and not so much a Genesis, like, where did you start at hair? But more so, yeah. like, how do you fucking deal with the hard shit that is natural when you try stuff beyond working for somebody mm-hmm. else? The so, shit that I don't put on social media. Yes. The L's yeah. that you just take in silence mm-hmm. and go home and sleep and wake up. The classy up, way. Like a lady. With some, like a lady. With some ping-long shell fall. With a I'm in Pena Grigio. 
Okay, yeah, so we really appreciate you guys for coming out here, man. <laughs> uh, week three in the books. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the channel down here. It really helps. Leave us a like. Send this to your man, mall, your aunt, your cousin, your uh, your stepniece. Uh, we love you and cut. Well, I'm right back on the pills. Don't give a fuck about how I feel when I'm back off home.